Awakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. If you love your parish, listen to this podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. This is Kelly, and I'm here with Tom today. Uh, Welcome to September, Tom. It's back to school time. (laughs) Sort of. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. It's a very different September. So are you, what's your school doing? Your kids? My kids are going back every other day. And then the day that they're not there, they're on Zoom. And half the class is in the classroom and half the class is on Zoom. And then the next day they're in the classroom and the other half is so... I'm That's happy that they're Blakefield, huh? they're okay. at Loyola, yeah. And so I'm happy that they're going to be they're going to be back. It was difficult to be home. They both were lonely and stressed. Okay. And so I don't know. We'll see, see what both, happens. See, I mean, we homeschooled younger kids. Yeah. My one son is going in the Marines, but not till February. Wow. Oh gosh. So he's working until February. He better be. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he took the month of August off from work. So I, I oh my gosh! <laughs> so anyway, teenagers these days. I yeah. Uh, he's like, I needed a break. I'm like, a break from what? <laughs> a month from a being break. a teenager? Oh, sorry. Sorry, and, and kind of to this, <laughs> to this, to this point of this, what we're doing about getting wise counsel. I'm like, well, yeah. who did you ask about that? <laughs> who told you that was a good idea? Did you read that in the Bible that you need a month long rest? Well, I, I just said, I, well, no one. I did. I'm like, okay, the fool mm. is right in his own eyes, but the wise person listens to advice. I'm like. You need to learn to get advice on these things. Yep. So anyway, and then um, right, where were we? Anyway, my one my one son <laughs> they had the choice in school, school yeah. and he wanted to stay home and do online all the time. Okay, and my wife's like, it's hard to be in a mask for six hours a day and all that stuff. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta admit, mm. I would agree with you. It would drive me crazy. It so. is difficult. We had to be in a mask for our whole vacation. That was hard. Like seven straight days, just everywhere you went, you had to have a mask on. Hiking trails, everything. People yelled at you if you didn't have it on. If you were passing someone, <laughs> I know that Tom's like ready to rumble with someone no, right no now. No comment, no comment, no comment, no comment. If you were um, passing someone on a trail, they were like, we should wear masks when we're passing. So anyway, it is hard to be in a mask all day, but it's also hard not to be around people all day. Yeah. So, and then my other son actually would rather be, I think he would take that, but yes, that's not right. offered. He's the public school. He got, uh. And so he's just online. So anyway, okay. it's back to school month, back to school which month. looks different for everybody. So, um, yeah, things are still crazy, so we need to seek God's counsel. How's that for a segue? <laughs> there, you, there you go. <laughs> and we talked about in the last podcast about why. Yeah, so let's talk about how. Now, how? This, is, this is good, the practical stuff. So I always love the, last the practical mo- stuff. Last month you've been saying, how do I do it? Yeah. You know, you've been waiting for this I've podcast. I've been waiting <laughs> 30 days to hear this. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> talking about how, and of course, um, probably you kind of knew some of these things. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably knew some of them, but... We're going to good we're gonna reminders to, yeah. always. So this is the kind of how. So should we jump in there or sure. any other any other oh, conversation? No, let's jump good. in. Well, I, th- I think just one we got to be doing as a team. And again, I think this is we don't do this mm. well enough at Nativity. We're, we're not as good at this as we should we be. We used to be better, I feel like. Really? I, I do. I think. Okay, tell me more. So what we're talking about is starting every meeting with prayer. Yeah, well, that we're good at, I think, overall. But you think we were better before? It's oh, I think we were better before. I think Before COVID and the... Before, yeah, before we got busy. And I don't know when that happened. Like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It wasn't like a day that we all got busy, but it seemed like there was a switch at some point where we were just really really busy and so we'd get into meetings and we just go 
We just okay. go, which is what we're doing Zoom? now. It Do you might think be a Zoom though, or um, it could be Zoom because we want to. We want to like we don't have any fellowship in meetings because you just want to get off Zoom as soon as possible. <laughs> just like let's just get done what we need to talk about and get out of here because you're so tired of Zoom. Um, I know in the message meeting yesterday, I was trying to just check. Was it the message meeting where I was just trying to check in with each person? How you doing today? Or I think you were later into that. So you. Oh I, yeah, I got. I was a little late. I was actually I trying it. to be nice to people. Oh Tom, and I missed it. I was being nice to people. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was just trying to check in with people in the beginning. Um, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I guess. I, we, feel, I mean, we do make an effort. We. Well, I, I feel like it it's was, a value. Our right? strategic team, like, for example, we used to run that meeting right after prayer. So like, oh, we don't need to pray again. Um, yeah. And now I'm like, no, we need to pray before like, this specifically meeting. Specifically for this meeting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so. Yeah, we. Okay. I, I, I wonder even, if people pray in their one on ones. That can be awkward. But I definitely make myself do that. Like when you have a one to one meeting with someone. That's really powerful because you just get you just get to pray for that person. Yeah, no, so. it is good. Um, I, well, I was even thinking too, and in, in, in putting this on here too is like I would love it if more in our culture, and it's not. So if it's not in your culture either, this is again we said last. You know, it's like speak to your weaknesses. You'll never run out of things to say. Mm-hmm. Like if we got stuck in a place, we would stop and pray. Right. But we don't. I mean, we don't. I don't know. Like we could have even done that in our message meeting yesterday. It kind of felt like it got, we got stuck yeah. instead of mm-hmm. saying, all right, God, what do you want to say to us? Is there anything? Mm-hmm. Like, all right, done. We're done. Yeah. So, I guess like, we're done. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I, I don't know. I've read that in John Eldridge's book that his organization, if they're struggling with something or just, you know, you know, those meetings where you're just going round and round oh, and, yeah. and, yep. <laughs> and you're stuck. Why don't we stop and pray and ask for God's counsel and invite the Holy Spirit mm. in like, and see if he'll come in. So, um, that's, I think, the next action we need to do as well. But yeah, pray at the beginning of the meeting. That's a good one, yeah. You know, pray at the beginning of the meeting. Yeah, that's a definite thing as yeah. a team. You know, we do pray on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. As a staff. Uh, as a staff. So that's another thing you can do and in inviting God's counsel in there. I think, again, we could probably be continue to grow saying, like, here's what we got going on uh, in our, our world, what, how we pray and ask for God's counsel. But to mm-hmm. do it as a team, that's number number one, how you do it. Yes. Good. Number two, you have to ask for what you want. Yeah, you have not because you ask not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, I think it's very simple. As individuals, are we stopping to ask God for His mm-hmm. counsel in what we're for our personal lives and for our professional lives? Mm-hmm. Are we saying, God, what do you want to be doing right now? Um, yeah. And I again was reading a little bit about from Eldridge in, in Moving Mountains and the whole idea of surrender. Actually, this might have been Walking with God, his book on that about just surrender, like as. Mm. We got to be saying, hey, God, I want to hear from you. Yeah. It's not my agenda. It's not, mm. you know, it's speak, Lord, your servant is listening, not speak, uh, Lord, wait, wait, listen, Lord, your servant is speaking, right? right. That's that we don't want to be doing that. So, yes. Um, I feel like this is a, uh, this one is hard for some people because they think that God doesn't care about some of the details of their lives, like a small detail, like help us out in this meeting. Like, seriously, God has bigger things to worry about. Like, some of my friends have said that to me, and I every time I say, God cares about every detail well, of do you your think, life. Do you think people that work on church staff still think that too? No, I don't. All right. So church people know God cares about everyone. Okay. I hope so. Every detail. Not every, every detail. one. Every detail Every detail life, and right? wants like, to help us and yeah. wants to be involved in the meeting and help yeah. move every meeting move down the field. Yes. Down, move the ball, accomplish something, have a win in mm-hmm. every meeting, every conversation. I, I bet you some people don't. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I think... Yeah. I mean, there's even, yeah, I mean, there, there is, and th- th- we don't kind of hear this a lot in the Catholic world, but there is like in the evangelical world, like arguments over, does God still speak to his people? Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, my wife was telling me about that and it, it kind of, 
people some people say no and then if you read mm-hmm. some of John Eldred stuff that people are taught that that God is not or God is only speaking in the Bible and that's it Hmm. and not speaking into this, you know, individual wow. situation. I've never heard that before. So I do think there are some people that think God doesn't really speak to me or give us... We're just on our own with the Bible. Yeah, and everything's there. But I do think, huh. again... I mean, he doesn't speak like he did in the Old Testament, right? But he still speaks. I, anyway. Yeah, no, I, well... Yeah, and even those that's redacted to us or it's you know, told oh, yeah, us true, how... true, true. I told you a story where God spoke to me a lot of times you're not, again, it's not a, you wouldn't say it was an outside voice. And we right. maybe think of that's how that God spoke to Abraham or spoke to Moses. But right. how how do we know it wasn't just God speaking mm. in their hearts or that yeah. kind of thing? So mm. um, so I think we have to ask for it. We need to ask for that guidance. Um, and then obviously re- number three was reading scripture. Again, much of God's counsel is already there. There yes. is definitely... Um, uh, it, it is already there if we read it. Or, you know, I don't know for you. For me, I think... If I think about how God speaks to me, Scripture is a huge way. Yes. Um, and and it and I'll read something or something strikes me or a verse mm-hmm. uh, comes to me mm-hmm. in a time where. And one reason, the only way though that God can put that verse in your head is if you actually if you already know it, read it, that That's kind right. of thing. So, um, yeah. So I, I think there's. Um, we got we got to start with scripture Acts twenty twenty four. I did not shrink from sharing with you the whole counsel of God. Paul saying mm. he shared God's counsel. How did he do that? He did that you know, obviously um, by reading the Old Testament and sharing that with people. Yeah, I'm currently studying the promises of God so that I can call to mind those when I want to pray for something. Like if God already promised it for me, then I can pray for it and and be open to it. So oh, that's, that's my good. current study that I'm doing right now. Yeah. So what's the name of that book again? It's not a book. It's just, okay. I'm just reading the, I'm reading the New Testament and I'm like earmarking every promise that I find. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe, that's cool. Maybe I, I should type them all up so I can share them with people. That. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Sorry. I, and I, I, you, I probably, you probably thought I was ignoring you while you were talking there, but I was, you're looking something up. Home. Yeah. But I was just thinking about, again, <laughs> God speaking to me, to us, pro, you know, Psalm 81. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways and I would soon subdue their enemies and turn mm. my hand against their fo- foes. That, that, um, and I would just, you know, I would feed you with the finest of wheat and with honey from the rock, mm. I would satisfy you. I just love that, that verse. That's, that's Psalm 81, 13. It's like, oh, that you would just listen to me. Yeah. And, God's and, and like, then there's a promise in there too. So. Oh, what was the promise? Another I mean, promise. I, I will feed, feed you. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just thinking, you know, it's like God's begging you. I want you to listen to me. Not because mm. I want you to listen to me so I can tell you what to do, but... So I can feed you. So I can give to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, reading scripture. Now the next one. This is an interesting one. I added this one, and I really am very, very. um, Yeah, sorry, (laughs) Kelly. Let's see how much time we have to talk about this because I have a lot to say here. You do? (laughs) No, I mean a little bit, but. All right. Well, we got we got a minute before the break. All right. Well, let's introduce this topic. So, so the next. (laughs) Okay. The next way that. Tom says you can hear from God is through dreams. Okay. <laughs> so interesting. That's funny too. You're saying God speaks to us in our d- dreams through dreams. Mm-hmm. I, this was just the new. I don't dream a lot. Do you dream a lot? Every night, vividly. Oh, uh, you remember your dream? I mean, they say we all dream at night, yeah. but I don't remember my dreams. Yeah, uh, I, I can't tell you what my dream was last night. Mm-hmm. But um, this whole book I read on dreams, and then you're going to comment on that, I guess, after this break. But <laughs> you know, it was 
was talking about how often God talked to people in dreams. So mm-hmm. Solomon, he asked mm-hmm. for wisdom in a dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abraham has this covenant with God in a dream. Joseph, of course, we know the you know, story of Joseph and yep. from the Genesis. He has all kinds of dreams. Paul, at one point, dreams about, he asked God, should I go to Macedonia? And that night he dreams of mm-hmm. seeing a man from Macedonia in his dream. And he's like, okay, I guess that means I'm supposed to go to Macedonia. Joseph, of course, the... The, hus- the foster father of Jesus and, mm-hmm. you know, husband of Mary. He has a dream to marry Mary. He has a dream to take the G- the family to Egypt mm-hmm. and to bring him back from Egypt. The wise men, right, in that same story. Psalm 16, 7, I bless the Lord who gives me counsel, and the night also my heart instructs me. I mean, I can't deny it. Okay. I so can't like, deny it. Okay. So I just, for some people like you, now we're going to talk about this mm-hmm. when we come back. Mm-hmm. If you're dreaming every night, is God talking to you in that and begin uh, being open to that? So okay, that's where we'll take a break. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. The Rebuilt Parish Association provides resources and advice to help you rebuild your parish. Included in membership are resources for student programs, children's programs, and small group materials. Also included are homilies so that you can easily do message series that match the liturgical year. Father Brian Mason from St. Mary's Parish in Hales Corner, Wisconsin states, We based our homilies over several weeks on the Expect Miracles message series, and never in 23 years of preaching have I had so many people talking about the effects the homilies had on their lives. Go to RebuiltParishAssociation.com to learn more about how the Rebuilt Parish Association can give you the resources and content you need to rebuild your parish. Welcome back, everyone, to the Rebuilt Podcast. Tom and I today are talking about practical ways that you can seek God's wisdom. And when we left for the break, we were saying that God speaks to us in our dreams. And when um, when Tom talked about this in the webinar, right. um, and in fact, if you would like to go back and listen to any of the webinars we've been doing, um, a whole series on seeking God's counsel, you can find those on our on the Rebuilt Facebook page. So it's Rebuilt Parish, if you just search that on Facebook you can sign up for future webinars and you can listen to any of our previous webinars. But you mentioned this book that you had read and I don't even remember what it's called. I've just finished reading it and I don't remember what it's called. I can't remember. It's like hearing God through our dreams. Yeah, I think I think that's it's, exactly it's that simple, what it's called. Actually. Yeah. Yes. Um and it's just I I I agree that we can, but they're asking us to interpret like symbols and people and who these so people are. So you thought are. it was too complex? It's too complex for me. Yeah, I did feel like I had to read the book over again. Okay. So I, right. I wasn't like, it was just the book. I'm really novice into did it. Did you Maybe just read it once? I just read it once. And you don't and you don't remember your dreams when you wake up, so you're not really going to do it. I, I did it a few times. So I had the one, the biggest one I had, and I'm trying to understand. Oh, please tell me. <laughs> this is awesome. And it's harder now because like a dream. And I did write yeah. it down a little bit, but it was Brandon on our team. And I'll just say, you know, Brandon's in charge of money. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's laughing already. <laughs> Brandon was like telling I, I now I can't remember the dream, but Brandon was like telling me, oh, all this money's coming in to the uh-huh. church or to the. And it was like, go ahead and spend money. Which Brandon would never say. <laughs> nope. Brandon wouldn't even tell you money was coming yeah, in. Yeah, so I, that's how I'm trying to think what it meant. But I don't even know if huh. I told Brandon this dream. He'll have to listen to this so podcast if he wants to hear about that. So I didn't know if that meant like God was bringing blessing or abundance or what that meant. And I did pray over it a little bit. And I, that was kind of the feeling I had. Like, just Okay, that just I pray, think a, pray over it and see if God yeah, reveals I, and, something. And a little bit to me, it was like I keep thinking of a scarcity mentality. And I think uh-huh. an even more abundant oh, mentality. Okay. So, well. But now like 
I haven't got a wave of money coming in or anything like that. It wasn't like that's happening. But maybe at all. God was just telling you not to be in the scarcity mode. Yeah. And he yeah, provides. And even I think about that, he there's some provide. things here at the church I'm thinking about now. So, right. So, there is abundance. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that was one, a little I'm one just, in there. I'm, I got to tell you, I'm really, really intrigued by it because I dream really vividly every night and I have more than one dream a night and it switches and there's lots of people and there's lots of symbols and there's lots of different settings. And so I'm intrigued and I'm going to try it. So maybe I'll report back to the rebuild. Yeah. Community. That's just my thing. I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm a total novice on it, but I'm, but I read did, that book. Yeah. And he did speak through the old Testament in dreams. Right. Yeah. yeah and I think a couple of things that were really compelling about that book to me were one, first of all, the scriptural backing. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yep. Second, you sleep a third of your life, right? Yeah. And you sleep a lot. A lot. You like to sleep. Sorry, <laughs> I, I didn't mean to. I know. I, no, no, I like a good nine hours every night. You you're right, Tom. You're right. I'm a seven. You, yeah, you're, I knew you were a nine, a ten. Mm. You're like, you're like, and I'm Father like Brian. White's, yeah. Brian and Father White yep. on our staff. So yep. they're the exact same way. So good. I wasn't like busting on you, but, um, you know. But yeah, why wouldn't he speak to us during that time? Exactly. Right? And that again, is compelling. Psalm 16 was like one of my favorite psalms, and like that for a long time was like my favorite mm. psalm and verse, and I, I kind of held on to that. I had that memorized. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that was in there all along, all and I never along. noticed that. Yeah. And I, I always thought, well, it meant like he was praying all night. And it's like, no, your heart... It's being instructed. It can be wow. instructed. So I just think for some people, again, this could be mind, you know, it could be eye-opening. It yeah. could be it totally change a relationship mm. with God. And again, I think it's called hearing God in your dreams. And yeah. I, I agree, I didn't, I didn't like... I didn't like it. It's complex. It wasn't a life changing book, complex, and it's not that simple. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. But but it's worth a shot. I think I'm going to give it a shot. Okay, I, I want to go back through and read it again okay. as well. And I'd like to do a series at some point on it, but I know I'm not. I don't know Ooh. enough right now. Wow. But okay. I, I don't have enough expertise. But some of you, again, you'd be like, yeah, I dream every night just like you, and mm-hmm. I, just slow down and just start paying attention. Write the dream down after at the end of the night. Just don't think it's like bad pizza or, you know, or late night pizza or whatever. Think, no, this could be God speaking to me. So, right. um, and then you got to filter that out. That's so, yeah, anyway, sure. write that down. And then the last one um, was just, pay, again, paying attention to the quiet impressions or that still small voice mm-hmm. or, again, uh, we we talked about in the last podcast about whether I was supposed to go to a viewing or not. And I wake up in the morning and I was thinking about should go and there I'm thinking about the people that came to my my father's viewing and how they went out their way to do mm-hmm. it i'm like well of course i should but then i still was ignoring it but it just the voice would not go away saying you need to make this a priority so mm-hmm. that's the stuff coming to us um you know i think some practical applications from here um as we say how to get god's counsels again what decisions are you putting before god right now um you know name you know name like mm-hmm. what is it you don't know you don't know the answer to have you just put that before god i mean is there an answer right now what's what are you struggling with right now do you have one i'm putting you on the spot here you really are putting me on the spot um yeah i do i'm not gonna share it <laughs> all right all right <laughs> i do very... no everyone is really curious i you know can email kelly funny. and she'll tell you what it is <laughs> i won't tell you oh, okay uh, maybe i'll tell you in a couple months but it's there's a big decision that my family is making okay and it involves um moving around some money and it's a big financial decision and i don't know if it's the right thing to do or not and so i have been praying about that okay well that's good and i was even just thinking like a work thing like hey i don't know well i I don't know how to do anything at work (laughs) i mean (laughs) i pray every day that god would just teach me how to lead the people that i'm leading on staff i mean it could be something like you know i i think you know we're starting we're we're talking about some of these watch parties like god who are the people you want yeah. to do this or mm-hmm. God, please, you know, 
give me the count wisdom to pick right. the right people or mm. we don't even know how to do this right yeah. so god give us some we don't instruction know if people are gonna do it if they want to get together for a yeah. watch party yeah so that's how you think give us instruction so that's what i was trying to tee it up for yeah you. sorry you with well, this bigger one. <laughs> that's the only thing that when i saw that i'm like oh yeah i got a big decision <laughs> okay i got you and that can go <laughs> that's okay so, so just something like that um but what are any kind of decisions right now or anything you don't know how to do right mm -hmm. now that you want some counsel on yeah. and you would go to maybe other people but are you going to god you know so instead of going to the peers like you're talking about mm -hmm. um is there some counsel and we talked about this before is there some counsel from god you've been ignoring mm -hmm. Because again, if you keep telling, if God keeps telling you what to do and you ignore it, then it's going to be harder to listen to the other counsel. Mm -hmm. um, you yeah, know, and, I and the, think about this one. And the more we do, we all God need to says, get our journals out and start yeah, writing here. The more we do God's counsel, again, the better the connection. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I was talking about I, I borrowed Father White's car, um, Father Michael's car, because my car was getting a new transmission, and um, uh, so I didn't have a car for about a week and. My phone was trying to connect. I, I don't have, I don't, he's got a newer car than I have. Yeah. yeah, the Bluetooth. And like the first couple of times, like it would take a few minutes to kind of like connect in. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of, I had to like fiddle with it. But then by after the, by the midweek, it just was in sync because it kept connecting every day. And mm -hmm. I think that's the same thing with us and God. If we can just keep connecting, mm -hmm. we'll hear his counsel more often. Um, but if you we start connect, to learn how to hear it, I think. Yes. You know, like when, when there's, a, when there is a decision to be made, Sometimes you already have a general feeling of which direction you should go. And then if, when you pray, you that feeling becomes stronger or the same word keeps coming up in your mind. Like that's, to me, that's the, that's God's voice. Yeah. Right. So you got to, that's, we just got to, but if we're ignoring it, we're not going to hear it. So, uh, mm. you know, I think another thing is just start asking again for the little things. I think this is a okay. good issue for you. You're saying mm -hmm. like, oh, this is a big decision. Yeah. It sounds like. Yeah, maybe I, I need to dial it back, huh? Yeah, and John Eldridge is like, all right, what should I do for the next hour? Should I work on, you know, like this morning, <laughs> right? I had an, I had about an hour. I could work on one or two things. Oh, my gosh. I would love to ask God about that. All right, and so I don't know if I got it right, but it was like. <laughs> yeah, but you asked him. I so. just was like, all right, God, I could work on, we do these daily emails, and a yeah. lot of times I try to like shove them in mm -hmm. to my schedule. Like I just kind of do it yeah. on the fly and to get them done because I, I kind of can. They're not hard. Or should I write a message series summary, which I said I would do this morning? But I asked God, and got, and I, just the impression I got was work on the daily emails, get that wow. done and out of the way. Mm -hmm. And then I, I didn't get to the other thing. Right. I might still get there, but he's like, okay. but I'm just saying, I'm like, all right, I just, I tried it. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I got, I got an hour. I can do one of these two mm -hmm. things, God. What do you think I should do? And you had a feeling, and you went for it. Yeah. Okay. And so that kind of thing. Little or, things. Like God, I can do. And, so put little things, but put them like again, this mm -hmm. or this. I want to hear from you. You know, so you're not, it's, it's simpler to mm -hmm. hear from God. Um, you know, should I dress this person via email or talk to them in person? That's, that's, that's a big one actually, <laughs> but yes, that's a good one. You know, we try to change our lives on the big things, but it's, our lives are made up of all little, little decisions. Lots of little ones. Kind of. So, yeah. so yeah, so that's a good one. Um, and then I'm just trying to look at the plan for my day. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think a little bit, again, if you have a set schedule and rhythm, inviting God into that, cause you're kind of saying this is who I am again it's not like changing totally my mm -hmm. life mm -hmm. I have a pretty set schedule for the week and through the week but again the times that are kind of open I'm trying to put my calendar before God to schedule uh, out my day that. and say God you know this is my day is there anything else I need to do and I do love the story of Michael Scanlon from Steubenville do you, do you remember tell that me Scanlon? no 
So Father Michael Scanlon if, if, uh, from Steubenville, and actually someone else told me this, and I remember the first time they told me, and I'm like, oh, that's impossible. And I'm like, why am I saying that? That's terrible. So Father Scanlon was a, the president of Steubenville, totally totally changed the, the university around, amazing story. Um, actually, when he was hired, they were going to close the school down, and the only reason they hired him, because he was going to run the school completely different um, from everybody else at Franciscan uh, University, was because his plan was to actually save the school, even though he's going to run it differently. Everybody else's plan was to just shut it down. Oh. That was going to become president. But anyway, Father Michael Scanlon had this habit of when he would get up in the morning, he'd go before the Eucharist and he would pray and he said he would not leave until he got his instructions from the day from God. So God, what do you want me to do? Now, I don't know the kind of, I, I bet you there was more to that. Like, again, I don't know what the right. guardrails were for that. If he yeah. put a schedule before him, but that's what I, I've been trying to do in that way. All right, God, here's my that. schedule today. What do you want me to do? Or what do you want me to be aware of? Or what's your counsel, God? You know what's coming my way today. Mm. Help me to be prepared for it. So that's one way I'm trying wow. to do that more. Of that's putting amazing. It um, I have, I'm not yet to the point of Father Scanlon of right, telling me what to do. you don't leave yet? Yes, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I pretty much, God, you got two minutes to tell me what to do right now. Because <laughs> it really is at the end. <laughs> so that's, awesome. that's where I got to get Why don't you better. start asking it at the beginning and then go on with your prayer and see where he reveals Maybe it? Maybe I should. I don't know. I mean, because my, my rhythm of <laughs> prayer right now is, 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 I mean, I get up, I get my coffee going, then I read mm-hmm. a psalm. And then by that time my coffee's ready, mm-hmm. I come back, I read a chapter of Proverbs or maybe, yeah, and and then and then I read a, a couple chapters of scripture and then I do right now a daily planner where I try to review the day before kind of a Ignatian examine. Okay. And what I'm really trying to do with that is what am I thanking God for? What am I repenting of? Mm-hmm. Like, thank you God for this. I'm sorry and really for trying this. To st- yep. And trying to really stay in gratitude or I just, I could have done this better. Mm-hmm. And then I go to the calendar and that's when I do that. So it's at the very end of what Dang. I do to try to look at my day. Gotcha. But yeah. I, right now it is about, God, you got 90 seconds, really, quite honestly, the two minutes. <laughs> so I have to do that better. He doesn't work under time constraints, I don't think. <laughs> I mean, sometimes he does. He wants to, but. Yeah, but by, by the time it's like, because I try to be sitting down at my, de- my computer at 8 o'clock working. Right. And it's like, it's usually, I don't give that much time, unfortunately, or I, hear I start you. reading. Or, I look at the clock, too. I'm like, this yeah. is the time I have to stop praying. It's yeah. probably not the best yeah. way to look at that. but. And just one other idea, again, are what are major areas uh, mm-hmm. you're struggling with or and just but that you're not going to get an answer in a day but i did have it so this was the dreams thing um mm-hmm. we've been struggling with rebuilt i was trying to think of a vision or image for it like i you know there's we talk about these kind of um things we want people to do and we're really clear on that right those four things yeah yeah uh, about building a leadership community creating a, a you know shaping a clear discipleship path creating a great weekend experience and welcoming outsiders. And that's what we want to help every parish do. Mm-hmm. We're really clear on that. There's, there's yeah. not, there's not confusion, No, but I, how to capture it. Mm-hmm. And I was praying about that. And like, God put something, put an image in my head and I'm not a visual guy, as you yeah. know, I'm, yeah. I'm like, so maybe God, I'll dream about it and you'll give me a vision. Cause I've read that dream book and mm-hmm. I've heard how George Washington Carver discovered yeah. about peanuts in that, yep. that Jack Nicholas Amazing. fixed his golf swing yep. because of that. So in dreams. And they, so this is, but I thought I would have a dream. I didn't have a dream about it. But all of a sudden, something like, and I got this from somewhere else, was the core four came to my mind. So it's just a, it's just a square and quadrant with four different things. So yeah. it's not really visually yeah, incredibly but it was, compelling, but it's somewhat clear. You had nothing before that. So, yeah. yeah. And that, I feel it's like I gave him a dream. Or I felt like, you know, I've asked God, like, give us more vision for 
for rebuilt. And is again, this is just Ezekiel 37 and the vast army, mm. how he has a dream of the dry dead bones becoming a vast army. Now mm-hmm. that's just, so I think that's what I'm saying. Like those be praying, God, I want greater clarity for major issues. Like I don't know where to go or put things in my heart so that I can start mm. um, giving me direction. So that's more like major things that won't come like in the moment. Maybe they will, but probably again, are you asking counsel for the, the right. larger issues and what's out there and clarity of direction, but you're going to probably have to keep on asking. It's not going to be like, a, you know, what am I doing in this hour? Right. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was amazing. We're going to be right back on the other side of this break to wrap up. Did you know that Rebuilt is now available as an audiobook? Hear the compelling and inspiring story of how Father Michael and Tom brought their parish back to life in the voices of the authors themselves. Understand the vision and strategies that made Nativity a church of growing disciples, growing disciples. Cardinal Timothy Dolan said about Rebuilt, If you love your parish, read this book. But now you can listen to it too. You can find Rebuilt in audiobook format on audible.com. Just search for Rebuilt and listen away. Welcome back, everyone. Tom and I are talking about receiving wise counsel from God, practical ways to do that. And so in conclusion today, we just want to encourage you that God wants to give you his counsel. He wants to give us his wisdom because he wants to partner with us in building his kingdom. And so we talked about a bunch of different ways that we could do that. Dreams being my very favorite way of doing (laughs) that today. So let me um, just close us in prayer and we will see you or talk to you next month. Sovereign Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for the privilege of serving you in your church, God. And we just pray for the church of the world. Lord, we pray for all those church leaders out there striving, God, to bring you glory. And we just pray that um, they would turn to you and be still and seek your counsel, God, and that you would hear them and answer them. And we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.